tonight on Truth Today. We're going to be talking about the one world religion that continues to rise, fueling global Christian persecution, also empowering the Islamic takeover and preparing the foundation of the Mark of the Beast. My special guest, Leo Holman, will be on discussing this, NATO, World War III, and much more right now on Truth Today. Well, thank you for joining us here tonight on Truth Today. My name is Pastor Sharam Hadian. If you are a first-time viewer, we welcome you. If you've been with us before, thank you for your faithfulness to continue to support uh, ministries and programs like this that are going to continue to declare the truth in love, no matter what the cost, no matter how much we are banned and kicked off platforms and, and uh, persecuted, we will continue to proclaim the truth in love. That's what our ministry is about, and that's what the admonition of the Bible is about. Uh, we want to um, continue to press into the Lord in these last days and I think that the evidence is showing that we are definitely in the last days. Uh, so much is happening, folks. It's, it's unbelievable. I want to encourage you, go to our website, of course, tilministry.com, tilministry.com. Check out all of our content. Subscribe to our email newsletter. Please make sure that you uh, uh, check out our events calendar as I'm going to be coming to uh, Wisconsin in April, Minnesota, in, in May, uh, Idaho and Wyoming, uh, Montana, I should say, in, in June, uh, possibly North Dakota later this summer. So anyway, please check that out. Of course, go to our Rumble page, rumble.com slash Sharam Hadian, rumble.com slash Sharam Hadian. Uh, check out uh, that page. That's where we live stream to. That's where we archive as well. And please subscribe there to our Rumble page. Now, I want to get into the program tonight. We have a special guest on, our good friend, fellow freedom fighter, uh, Leo Holman will be on with me in just a few minutes. Uh, this is pre-recorded. We did record this um, earlier in the day, and so um, it, it's obviously live right now, but uh, we ask you to please share this. Also, please go and watch the Tuesday show that I did. That Tuesday show, which was titled, uh, that are we in a national divorce? I think we had that we have an image for that. Uh, this is so important to, to listen to what we talked about on Tuesday's show. Go to Rumble and check that out. Is America now in the process of a national divorce? I believe that that's where we're at. I believe that this you're, you're beginning to see the nation falling apart. Uh, I, I, you know, I've said to you on, on Tuesday, I don't believe America is in Bible prophecy. Um, and so therefore, we know that, um, that eventually it's going to break apart. I think we're underway. I think, I think we're, we're, it, we're, we're kind of like children right now in, in divorce proceedings and, and, and preparing for what is this going to look like as the globalists are consuming this nation. It's going to come down to states. It's going to come down to counties. It's going to come down to local areas where we can coordinate and, 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 and just dig in. And, and pray and resist and hold our ground in this perilous time. I want to start with in, in, in the Word of God today very quickly, uh, as we always do in our foundation, as we're talking about one world religion rising. Uh, this is in Matthew 24, of course, the admonition of Jesus himself talking about the last days, the end times, when he was asked a question about, Lord, what are the signs of your coming and the signs of the end of the age? Remember again, the very first thing Jesus admonishes his followers, take heed that no one deceives you. 
This is why we exist, folks. Ministries like this, so that no one deceives you. The Lord is jealous for his bride. The people of God, the true church, is the bride of Christ. And God is jealous for his bride. He doesn't want his bride to be deceived. Just as I would not want my bride, my wife, or my children to be deceived or, or attacked or harmed, uh, that's the heart of the Father for his children. And Jesus does go, then goes on to say, For many will come in my name, saying, I am the Christ, and will deceive many. And you will hear of wars and rumors of wars. See to it you're not troubled. For all these things must come to pass, but the end is not yet. For nation will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. And there will be famines and pestilence and earthquakes in various places. And all these are the beginnings or the beginning of sorrows. Then they will deliver you up to tribulation and kill you. And you will be hated by all nations for my name's sake. So folks, the Bible has prepared us, Jesus prepared us that in the last days, as we see this beast system of Revelation 13, one world government, one world economy, one world religion, we know it also in Revelation 6, the sixth seal, we know there's going to be great tribulation and great persecution of Christians, of those who call on the name uh, of, of Yeshua, of Yahweh, of Jehovah, on the one true God. And, and there is going to be an increase of this persecution, both governmentally and ideologically. And we've talked about this. Ideologically, the greatest force on the planet right now that hates Christians are Muslims, are, is Islam. It's ideology. I've covered it for you from the Quran. I've covered it for you from the Sharia law manual. I've covered it for you from every Islamic source possible to tell you that, and we have a DVD called War on Christians. We've covered it for you where it, it, we, we spell this out, uh, that this is what their ideology is. But we're also going to see as we get more and more into this one world government system, the beast system, we're going to see a governmental persecution of true Christians who are not going to bend on following the word of God. So the Bible has prepared us for this day. We must then prepare ourselves. We must then ground ourselves in the word of God. That's why we keep saying that the Bible is the only answer, right? The Bible is the only answer for us. The Bible is the only answer for this nation. Jesus Christ is the only hope that we have of pushing back against this agenda. That's why we did our great pushback DVD. I encourage you again, please go and order a copy of our great pushback DVD tillministry.com slash pushback because we did that so that you can push back, so that we, we can take advantage of this little window, I believe, that God has given us to push back against this agenda. Now, we are, as, as you know, we have recorded our brand new DVD that is called One World Religion Rising. This will be out sometime in May. Subscribe to our email newsletter so you can know Get an email when, we, when it comes out. Of course, we'll be promoting it on the show once it comes out. We've already recorded it. We're in post-edit. It is paramount that every believer watch this, understand, and not be deceived by this rise of this one world religion, which is going to encompass a corrupted Christianity, a corrupted Judaism, and a true 
lying, deceiving Islam. Islam, I believe, is going to be at the center of this one world religion. Now, you also have, of course, the whole transhumanism movement and all of the, the other uh, sexual perversions that are, that are now morphing. But I, I've said this to you before, 4.5 billion people, that's the total number of Christians, uh, Muslims, and Jews on the planet. 4.5, billion people are not going to be deceived by some new religion. It is going to be what is familiar to them, but it is going to be uh, a, a, a syncretism, a mix. We went from interfaith to multi-faith. We went from multi-faith to now, oh, Muslims, Christians, Jews, we all worship the God of Abraham. This is a lie from the pit of hell. We expose it in there, and it is the subject of our show today with our guest, Leah Holman, because we're going to be talking about how this one world religion rising is going to promote the mark of the beast. That's what Revelation 13 tells us. It's the false prophet that's going to be promoting the mark of the beast and promoting the worship of the first beast, which is the Antichrist, how it's going to be promoting global Christian persecution, how it's going to be promoting the idea that Islam is wonderful and tolerant and peaceful, and let's let Islam take over our neighborhoods and our cities and our states. All of that we're going to be discussing with our guests here in just about 30 seconds. But again, I want to encourage you folks, get yourself grounded, get connected with other like-minded believers locally, get these Patriot networks set up, get alternative systems set up. We need to make sure that we are resisting this B system that is coming very rapidly. In fact, some, as I said to you on Tuesday on our show, some are, are going to say, are we in the tribulation this year or are we, re- are, we pre- are we right on the cusp of going into the seven-year tribulation this year? Wow. Like, folks, this is how close we are. I, I, if you ask me, do we have another 50 years? No way. No way. Now, I'm not predicting a specific day or hour. I'm telling you the signs are right here. They're in our faces. And uh, the Lord may give us a a few years to push back if we arise, but we're that close. All right. Uh, Let me go ahead and bring in our our guest, uh, Leo Homan. His website is leohoman.com. Leohoman.com. Leo is a uh, amazing freedom fighter. Again, we've had him on the show multiple times, folks. He's a, uh, just a dear friend, him and his wife, and, and uh, <clears throat> the Holy Spirit has aligned us. Leo, thank you for being on the show tonight. Thanks for having me back, Sharam. Glad to be here. Brother, we have a lot to discuss. I want to jump right in. But first, before we jump into the articles, you have three brand new articles that you did uh, this past week. I want to just quickly get your comment. Uh, we covered the Trump arraignment. This is unprecedented. What happened uh, never before in our nation's history have we ever prosecuted a former president. Uh, I'm sure many deserve to be prosecuted before, <laughs> uh, but, uh, but, but, but unbelievable that, that they've been sitting on this indictment. Uh, this could have happened two years ago. Uh, if it was so egregious, uh, this supposed hush money that, that, that he gave, which, by the way, we know uh, that the, the lawyer for Stormy Daniels, Trump's former lawyer, said that that money was from him, that it was never authorized by the Trump campaign. But forget all that. Yeah. 34 felonies, unprecedented. But I think you and I agree This may be a distraction from the bigger picture. Just quickly want to get your comment on that, and then we'll jump into uh, 
the articles and, and, and what we're talking about with this one world religion rising? Yeah, it, it is historic. It's unprecedented. Uh, it's abhorrent. It's shocking. But they needed all of the above. They needed that to make that big of a splash at this point in time, I believe, Sharam, in order to distract our attention. I mean, this is the equivalent in some ways of, you know, it's it's trying to take out a president before he can become president again, right? Uh, so it's very similar to what, you know, it's similar in one way to the assassination of a president, you know, whether it be JFK or some other president, it's removing a, a man from the, not only the office, but from, in this case, the potential to return to the office. And so what could be more distracting than that, right? And then That's in right. the midst of this, in the midst of this, you've also got this obsession with transgenderism and transsexualism everywhere you look you see that being shoved in our face and i believe that's a provocation number one they're hoping that one of the people on our side will get so angry uh you know we'll just go off and maybe conduct an attack a violent attack thank god that hasn't happened uh uh and and people need to remain calm remain dedicated continue pursuing the Lord and their Christian walk and not get distracted by this Trump indictment and this sickening, uh, in-your-face transgender thing. I mean, they're both being used right now, I feel, as the two main uh, components of a massive uh, disorientation campaign. Uh, while everybody's looking over here at the left hand, it's the right hand where nobody's paying attention to. And and, and that is, is also going to be something, Sharam, that's unprecedented. I, I couldn't agree more, Leo. I couldn't agree more. In fact, uh, that's exactly what we talked about on our show on Tuesday, that uh, I agree. I think these two assaults, uh, I mean, uh, I was talking to people on Tuesday that I can't even watch any TV with my children. I'm watching Andy Griffith and every yeah. commercial is... RuPaul's drag, you know, discuss right. this in your face. I mean, it's just unbelievable. But yeah, they, they've gone overboard, uh, and uh, and obviously those both of these issues are are what we need to pray about and stand up for the the whole aspect of the drag queens and children being groomed, and those are all important issues. So, folks, we're not taking away from it. What I said to you last week and and on our show on Tuesday was that there's a bigger picture, there, there's a bigger picture. I 100% agree with Leo. When we look at the global agenda, when we look at the, the massive surveillance system, the US government, this corrupt government setting up like China's system, when we look at the digital currency, we'll talk about this all with Leo today. But so we gotta be prayerful and make sure that we, we, we don't lose sight of the bigger picture of what is going on. This is theater to some extent. This entire indictment and arraignment, Leo, in my opinion, is theater. Um, it is. It, we know it's politicized. We know that Biden said back in November, there's no way we're going to let Trump run. Just, just like when he predicted, uh, but Biden must be a prophet. Just like when he predicted we're going to take out Nord Stream pipeline, and it happened. Wow, what a, what a, what an incredible miracle. He said in November, we're not going to let Trump run. No way. And and now this happens. But let's go back. Let let's keep our eyes focused on the bigger picture. And the bigger picture is what is happening globally. What is happening with the establishment of this? Uh, New World Order, um, the Trilateral Commission, you covered this in one of your articles, 
briefly mention, I think it was March 12th, what the Trilateral Commission said to the World Economic Forum. And then let's get into the first article about what is happening, what's the latest on Ukraine, Russia, World War III, you were, you were telling me before we went on, but just quickly cover the trilateral. What's the big deal about this thing? Uh, right. Well, they basically declared, Patrick Wood was the first to report this. He is the renowned expert on uh, technocracy and specifically trilateralism. Uh, you know, he and Dr. Anthony Sutton back in the early 70s authored the book Trilaterals Over Washington. And Dr. Anthony, Anthony Sutton has since passed away, probably about 12 or 15 years ago now. Uh, but Patrick has picked up that torch and run with it and runs the technocracy.news uh, wonderful website. And he reported on March 12th, was it? Uh, I guess that's the, that was our birthday, Sharam. That was. Uh, Sharam and I, for those of you who don't know, share a birthday on March 12th. And that was the day that... Uh, these trilaterals in a secret meeting, apparently uh, something leaked out and Patrick was all over it, declared that we have entered the first phase of the new world order. Uh, and, and so, yeah, and ever since then, it seems like just craziness has been breaking out all over. I mean, all over the world. The world is on fire, Sharam. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and this goes along with, with, yeah, the timing of that was pretty incredible. This goes along with what we're talking about here, because now as we get into the situation, you're, you're, uh, let's, uh, Dry, let's bring up Leo's uh, article on the U.S. and NATO. Do you have that one? We'll bring that up here, right there. Here's Leo's brand new article, or one of his new articles. You had three this week, U.S. NATO funded proxy war in Ukraine, fueling hatred, persecution of ancient Christian community. Let's quickly talk about this, Leo, um, because you, you, you gave us a quick update on the NATO-Russia, uh, go ahead and come back to me, please, Drea, uh, we'll come back to us, uh, on, on the, um, yeah, just give us a quick update, I guess, on, on the war situation, and then let's get into the article uh, about how we are going to see Christian communities heavily, heavily persecuted in this last hours. Yeah, uh, for the, the, the updates on the war si situation, I recommend people follow uh, on YouTube uh, Colonel uh, McGregor, Colonel Douglas McGregor, retired colonel. Uh, he still has great sources inside the U.S. military, and I've been getting a lot of my information from his uh his updates, which have been, he's been interviewed. I don't think he has his own channel on YouTube, but he's been interviewed regularly uh, by Judge Napolitano, Andrew mm. Napolitano, and a couple of other people. And these interviews have been going up on YouTube, I'd say at least two or three times a week where he's giving updates. And the war has not been going well for Ukraine, okay? Let's, let's state that up front. Right. They have upwards of 250,000 deaths now, military deaths, men and women that they have lost in this war. The Russians have lost 25 or 30,000. Uh, but yet all you read in the Western media is that, you know, it's going horribly for the Russians. They appear so much weaker than we thought they were. Uh, you know, they're suffering massive casualties. Russia hasn't even put its first line troops into the war yet. Mm -hmm. They're using mercenaries, uh, paid contract 
uh, uh, fighters. It's called the Wagner Group. Uh, this is the main army that they're using, and also Chechens. Uh, they have not even put their first string army into that confrontation yet in wow. Ukraine. And now Bakhmut, this key city of Bakhmut uh, in the Donbass region, is, is getting ready to fall, uh, if it hasn't already fallen. Uh, but here's the big news, and CNN reports it today. It's on, if you go to stevequail.com, it's the top link on his site. Ukraine is preparing to strike back against Russia. This is a CNN article. Uh, timing will be key. Now, there has been, it's going to supposedly happen this spring. Ukraine is going to launch a major counterattack, mm. probably against the Russians in the port city of Crimea, the port area of Crimea, Crimea, which the Russians had a port there in 1798, right? Wow. But, you, but Ukraine claims it as its own. It has gone back and forth and been disputed territory. Let's not deny that. But it has a much longer history with Russia than it does with Ukraine. Uh, and and so this is probably where the counterattack is going to come. Uh, I would encourage people to read that article on CNN today. It's been reported in the alternative media for, for weeks, if not months. But now CNN, when you see the mainstream media catching up with the alternative media, right. then you know something is probably definitely to that story and something's going to happen uh, uh, imminently. Wow. And and my fear is that whoever loses this big battle, uh, whether it's in Crimea or some other area uh, in and around Ukraine, uh, my fear, Sharam, is that if that whoever loses this epic battle for Ukraine, whether it's the U.S. or Russia, and that's who's at war here, folks. Do not think of this as a war between Ukraine and Russia. This is a war between the United States and its expanding NATO military alliance and Russia, which now has a, a, a very new and powerful military alliance with China. Wow. It's kind of been there for years, but it's just now coming to full, you know, fruition. So you've got uh, U.S. has been expanding NATO regularly since it was formed in 1949. It's now up to 31 nations. Finland just joined yesterday hmm. as the 31st member of NATO. No country has ever left NATO. Hmm. Uh, and Sweden is going to be the next one. So that'll be 32 countries in a NATO military alliance completely encircling Russia. Wow. So if Russia does not have China, Russia's Russia is toast. Right. Russia is the and that is the goal to destroy Russia, balkanize the country, carve it up, get rid of Putin and and then declare this new world order if if phase two, one is already here, then that would be a new phase of it uh, where Russia is now part of the greater new world order. But right now you've got two world orders competing for supremacy. That's right. Uh, and, That's right. And, and this this will probably all be decided within the next, I'm thinking, two or three months. Wow, wow, wow. But and, my and, fear, if I didn't conclude there, is yeah. that whichever country loses oh, this right. big epic battle will then turn to nuclear war. Wow. Well, let, let's let that settle in, that the potential, again, is is so great right now for the escalation. Well, and that's, it seems like, right, that's what the globalists want. So you, you just made a point about this, 
battle between, you know, people ask me, well, why are you, are, are you pro-Putin if, uh, if you're somehow on the right side of Russia? No, I'm not pro-Putin. What we're pro is for nationalism. Ultimately, that's what this is about, that like you said, this new world order, the United States has not been able to stand up to the new world order. Trump was trying to do that. They took him out of the way. They, 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 they stole the election. Now all the other shenanigans that's going on. Um, so now really what's standing in their way is Russia, right? I mean, that's right. Really we, they had two main obstacles to this new world order. It was Trump in charge of America, which he was a nationalist for the most part. Right. Uh, he, he did have some globalist tendencies. I'm not going to let him completely off the hook. Right. Uh, but I think he wanted the U.S. to be too powerful in this coming new world order, whereas the globalists want America to just be one of several players, uh, you know, who are leading it. Uh, but anyway, he was the main enemy. They got rid of him, trying to stop him from coming back. And then Putin was also an enemy. Now, I have people on the right, good friends, some of them, OK, who completely disagree with me on this. They think that Putin is is just an actor in all of this, that he's really on the side of Klaus Schwab, Bill Gates, and all of these Western uh, promoters of the New World Order. I completely disagree with that. Um, I believe that uh, he may have considered it for a while, but when he found out the terms of the New World Order and his his spot on the in the pecking order, he then refuted it and said, oh, no. Russia wants to be a more powerful player than that, and you will not take over our country and make it part of this uh, regional global government system. Um, and so he partnered with China because he had to, uh, not because he loves China, uh, to, because China's common enemy with Russia is the United States and NATO. And, uh, and now they're going to decide who, win, who wins that war. And this is an interesting point here, Israel. There's also an article today, I believe it is the second article on Steve Quayle's website, Israel-made cluster mortar shells were found in the Ukraine, and uh, IDF, these are sent there for, by the IDF. Ru Ch Israel, Sharam, has tried to remain, at least have the perception of remaining neutral Right. In this conflict between Russia and Ukraine, which is really a conflict between Russia and the U.S. But now they found cluster bombs there, mm. cluster mortar shells. Now, in Bible prophecy, what happens? A country from the north. Yep. Some say it's Turkey. Some say it's Russia. Some say it's a combination of the two. Yep. Marches down to invade uh, Israel. Right. I could see where this Ukraine uh, situation could be the spark that lights that flame. Yep. And if that is the case, yep. that is a harbinger of who's going to win this war. It won't be the U.S. and NATO. It will be Russia. And then Russia will go down and deal with Israel. After right. Israel, Israel is now uh, denuded of its biggest major ally, the United States, because yep. the United States went off half-cocked and and picked a fight with the bear, poked that bear in the eye, and expected that to win that war and then loses. Yeah. Well, Leo, this, is a, this is just speculation now on yeah. my part. Yeah. But then Russia says, okay, we defeated them. 
Now let's go down and take Israel. Yeah, the, you're, you're referring to, obviously, the Ezekiel 38 and 39 scenario, yes. folks, that uh, uh, speaks of Rosh, which many believe to be Russia. Turkey's mentioned four times in there. Persia, Iran is mentioned, of course. Iran is a part of that coalition. Yes. So you have the, the, the mullahs there. Um, and, of course, we know, Leo, from that scripture that once those nations come, there is going to be a supernatural intervention but you're right, it, it must mean, and this is my point on Tuesday with the whole national divorce, we must have a weakened America. Uh, America has to betray Israel at some point here. Trump kind of uh, brought it, it, that. It might, uh, Sharam, it might come, you, it, you're right, it could be a betrayal, but there's also the possibility that it, we won't betray Israel. We will just be so severely weakened militarily true that because of our taking on this huge fight with russia and china that that we will be uh neutralized yeah well and that's and, and that's not even and that's precluding our our, our wussy uh you know i and I, I don't, I don't want to uh, blanket statement the military i know there's still some good people in the military but i mean when you look at just how how uh, disgusting our military apparatus is with having bouncy houses for drag queens and 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 and, and drag shows in Germany and and we're going to promote abortion and transgenders. I mean, this is this is our military. This is our fighting. Uh, you know, hoorah! I mean, it, it, it's it's it's. Uh, listen to me again. I go back to this. Uh, to me, this is not accidental. This is an intentional destruction of the military, just like it's the intentional destruction of the United States nation, the, the, our borders, our sovereignty. Uh, we know that these are puppets uh, running the show because they're, and, and here's the irony of it is that they're still trying to hand over the United States to China anyway, right? So because with everything that's going on, but let's get into <coughs> going back to now the bigger picture in this, the, the sad picture in this is that this ultimately, as I read in Matthew 24, will mean that greater and greater persecution for Christians. And we have a situation based on your article that you have the Orthodox uh, Church in Ukraine. You have the Orthodox Christian Church in Russia. These are brothers and sisters in Christ, yet the governments are trying to, or at least the scenario is trying to turn them. And you mentioned... Uh, the persecution by Zelensky, Every, you know, uh, it was interesting what happened in Austria, the walkout of the Austrian, Austrian parliament on Zelensky. Uh, could it be that, that finally some people are beginning to see what a thug Zelensky is uh, and, and, and that they have been persecuting the Christians in, it's not Russia that's persecuting the Christians in Ukraine, it's Zelensky and, and NATO and, and everybody that you mentioned that's persecuting the Christians in right. Ukraine. This, this war actually did not start in February 2022 in Ukraine. This war started in February 2014 when the U.S. instigated a color revolution, took down a duly elected leader of Ukraine, and installed a puppet. And from 2014 to 2022, some 13 to 15,000 Ukrainian, Russian-speaking Ukrainians, okay, in that Donbass region where they all speak Russian, have been slaughtered by the Ukrainian government. Mm. Okay. And so say that, Russia... Say that one more time. Say that one more time. What was the number? It's like, it was thirteen to 15,000. Wow. Have been killed 
you wow. Russians, you, Russian speaking Ukrainians uh, in eastern Ukraine mm. on that Russian border. And so Russia got fed up with it. That combined with Ukraine continuously angling to join NATO and the U.S. encouraging them in that right. endeavor, in that endeavor. That is what caused this war, and it started with that color revolution in 2014. And I really encourage people to look at that history. Even before that, go back to 1990, when the Berlin Wall came down. This is a piece of history that even I was not aware of until this week, because it's been, and I'm a student of history, so I know no Americans know this. In 1990, when the Berlin Wall came down and, uh, Mikhail Gorbachev unilaterally disbanded the Warsaw Pact, which was a military alliance that the mm. Soviet Union had with all of those Eastern European republics. He unilaterally disbanded that military alliance, and he was promised, promised by the U.S. government repeatedly that NATO and the U.S. would not fill that power vacuum by recruiting those former Soviet republics into NATO. <laughs> we immediately backtracked on that and started plotting the, the expansion of NATO. <laughs> Poland and Hungary and Czechoslovakia were the first ones to join. Then you had Romania and the Baltic nations. Uh, then you had Slovenia, Slovakia, uh, and now you've got Finland, for heaven's sakes. And, and, and George W. Bush and every president is guilty of this since 1990. I think one even joined. It was a minor country, uh, Montenegro or something, but even one joined under Trump. Um, but it's up to 31 countries now in NATO. It started with, I believe, uh, 14 or 15. And uh, so it's doubled its size. With Finland, they have now encircled. If you add Finland and Ukraine, Russia's encircled. And so any nationalist leader would, would, would be uh, completely up in arms about this, but yet we paint Putin as the aggressor in this war. It's a complete, it's complete utter propaganda. Right, right. And, 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 and the, um, the ones who are really paying the price are the people. And in this case, and I've said this since last year, I said that, you know, I'm not against the Ukrainian people. No. I, I'm against this corrupt Ukrainian government. That this is, could have is a, all been settled, Sharam, without a single life being lost. And Trump says he would have done this. Uh, you know, but instead we got what? We got the provocations. We got the weapons uh, by the tens of billions of dollars being sent over to Ukraine. Uh, now we're talking about a counterattack by Ukraine, which could strike deep into Russian territory. Um, so this is just one provocation after another. The two sides are not even talking. Yeah. Russia and yeah. the U.S. have yeah. broken off all communications. Yeah. There's no adult in the room, and they apparently want World War III. Well, I was just going to say that, that, that to me, this is inevitable. I, I think that World War III is inevitable unless yes. the Lord intervenes to buy more time. I think the World War III scenario now, as you're talking about NATO going up to 31, 
Uh, of course, you have the BRICS alliance, right? You have Brazil, Russia, India, China. You have that whole BRICS alliance. And, and, and this is, you know, we talk about the big picture. I, I mentioned this on my show on Tuesday. Um, we talk about the bigger picture. People are not paying attention to the fact the collapse of the U.S. dollar, the fact that now uh, you had at least 15 nations, and I went through the list on Tuesday, you had 15 nations that are have backed away from the U.S. dollar for purchases, for petro. Uh, the Saudis have accepted now the Chinese yuan, the Indian rupees. They're using, India is using their rupees to buy oil instead of U.S. dollars. This is part of the bigger picture. This is part of the distraction, folks, is that they don't want you to pay attention to that. They don't want you to pay attention to the fact that uh, here, here, here's the uh, back because on Because if, if you do pay attention, what are you going to do? You're going to take your money out of the bank. Right. Right. Exactly. Exactly. And you're going to diversify. You're going to take your money out of your 401 and get it into, into hard assets, which, by the way, is what the globalists are doing. The globalists right. are buying uh, gold and silver. Gold is up to about $2,000 an ounce. Silver is about $24, $25 an ounce. It's gone up in price. And I said this on my show Tuesday. Whatever you can do to diversify right now, get real property, buy a piece of land, buy. Uh, if you have those resources, if you have, I don't, but if you have those resources in your 401, get it out. Uh, and I'm not a financial expert. This is just my opinion. But get it out and 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 get buy things you can barter with buy things that are going to be uh of of value um but let's get to just for the sake of time let's get into the second piece of this puzzle because the first piece of the puzzle is we know that as this one world religion and one world beast system is rising we know there's going to be an increase of christian persecution so the the, the christians being persecuted now under Zelensky in Ukraine. Again, folks, read Leo's article about that. The Christians that are uh, in Nigeria, the Christians that are in uh, Iran. The, so we and what are- what about China? I mean- China, exactly. I have, I have another article. Uh, many of you may not even know this, Sharam, but I'm sure most of your listeners don't. I also have a Substack account and I do post there as well. Mm. I posted an article to my Substack a couple days ago where there are 63 Chinese Christians holed up in a prison in Thailand where they escaped to. And typically, they would get asylum in the United States. Oh, but I saw under, that. under this president, under the Biden regime, he's saying, nope, send them back to China, where they're going to be thrown into prison, tortured, and possibly killed. Uh, so, yeah, Christian persecution. It's always been a thing for 2,000 years, but we're seeing the initial signs here now, Sharam, where it's, a, it's becoming a global thing. You know, you've got the U.S., which used to be an asylum for, for, for Christians seeking uh, refuge from persecution. The, the Biden regime has now closed that door. If you are a Christian in Nigeria or China, you escape to Thailand or wherever, you now no longer have an open door to apply for asylum in the United States. Now, if you're a communist or you're a Muslim or you're a tranny or, you know, anything like that, it's open arms. We'll embrace you here in this yeah. country. Yeah. But well, if you are a Christian, forget it. The Biden, I covered this last week, the Biden administration couldn't even say the word Christians. This, this was, you know, it, you know, that's why people said it's Obama. You know, I call it O'Biden, the O'Biden administration. It's Obama 3.0 uh, when, when they couldn't 
even mention the word Christian, though the, the Biden administration can't even mention the word Christian in regards to the shootings in Nashville at a Christian school, which I called, uh, I said, listen, this is clearly an anti-Christian hate crime. Uh, we talked about on this show that we're seeing the rise of trans terrorism. Um, uh, I, I believe this trans spirit is ultimately an anti-Christ spirit. There's a couple of uh, uh, images that we had, had made on this last week, Leo, that we covered this. I, I think that that it's ultimately an anti-God spirit because they're yes. promoting anything that is anti-God, anything that that just destroys um, our image of who God has made us to be. But uh, you, you mentioned now the Muslims. We saw under Obama the flood of Muslim refugees coming in unvetted. You have covered this in your book, Stealth uh, Jihad. And by the way, speaking of Christian persecution, your book was kicked off of Amazon Yes, stealth, stealth invasion. Stealth invasion. Stealth invasion. I'm sorry. Stealth invasion. Uh, where can, people need to get it, folks. You guys need to get a copy of Stealth Invasion that Leo wrote a few years back. It it was foretelling all of these things, like what's going on in Minneapolis. But can you tell people where they can still get a copy of this because Amazon kicked you off? They banned yeah. your book. Right. My publisher, Post Hill Press, said they've been uh, posting conservative titles for ten years. And for the first time, after thousands of books being published, and they sell them on Amazon, uh, they, uh, uh, a few weeks ago, got a notice from Amazon saying that two of their titles, one of which was mine, had been flagged as hate speech. Wow. Yes. And so they banned the book. After six years, Sharam, uh, the book came out in 2017. It's more relevant than ever. Yeah. Uh, and because a lot of what it predicted uh, is now coming true uh, and they can still get the book if they want it on uh, at Barnes and Noble dot com. Uh, there may be some other smaller books, retail retailers online that that will have it. But this was a this book had one hundred and eighty five reviews on Amazon with a four point eight star rating. Wow. Do you know how hard it is to get almost a five-star rating with that many reviews. Wow. It's You don't find too many books on Amazon with reviews that high. Uh, and they banned it. So uh, you'd have to go to barnesandnoble.com now to get it. Well, and, and, and part of what your book predicted, and, and I remember us talking about it when you were writing it, was the fact that um, we have these, these unvetted refugees like in, in Minnesota. Right. Let's go to Leo's second article uh, that you brought about Minneapolis. So here's the article, folks. Uh, the, the, the Minneapolis Muslims want to expand the call of prayer. Now, those who've been following our ministry know that I've, I've talked about um, these enclaves that are in places like Minneapolis, particularly Cedar Riverside, which is the suburbs. I've spoken in Cedar Riverside. I've been there. When I was there, I heard the call of prayer. Think about this, folks. The city council in that community, which has a large, one of the largest Somali Muslim populations in the United States. In fact, maybe the most concentrated. They call it Little Mogadishu, uh, that, that, that area. Uh, this is where that famous video of Ami Horowitz interviewing Muslims and saying, do you prefer American laws or Sharia? Yes. People are like, yeah, we, Sharia, of course, Sharia. We, we follow Sharia. But the city council approved the Islamic call of prayer 
to be broadcast in the morning and in, in the evening to the entire area. Over, over loudspeakers. Yeah. Yeah, and loudspeakers. In fact, CARE, if you remember, Leo, CARE, the Council on American Islamic Relations, that's the front group for the Muslim Brotherhood that, that's connected to Hamas, CARE wanted taxpayer money to buy the equipment. Of to course. To, <laughs> yeah. And so now they want to expand from two times a day. Three times. To, th uh, to three times a day to five times, correct? Is yes. that what your article? Yeah. Yes. So give us an update on that. Uh, and, and then and then I want to jump back in and paint the picture of why we have been warning about Minnesota uh, being the first state to go to what's called the upper house of Islam. But give us a quick uh, what's the latest on this article? Yeah, uh, the city council has has been approached by uh, care and, and some other Muslim groups demanding that the Twelve mosques. That twelve. There's twelve mosques wow. in this city, and they want them to be able to go from three times a day to five times a day, blasting over loudspeakers <coughs> this uh, nauseating call to prayer. Uh, so it would start at like I don't know, sun up, which is what it's sun up and sundown. Yeah, the first one was and, be and, at sun and up. many times in between now. So you'll get woken up at. Uh, 6.30 or 7 in the morning whenever uh, sunup occurs in that part of the country by this call to prayer. You'll go to bed at sundown hearing the call to prayer. Uh, you'll hear it in the midday. You'll hear it, uh, you know, and two or three more times. And uh, it, it's unbelievable, Sharam. Do you, could you imagine if churches in that area said, well, we want to do the Lord's Prayer five times a day over loudspeakers? How well do you think that would go over? Oh, oh, my goodness. Uh, it, it, it would be like Armageddon broke out. Uh, you guys are trying to set up a theocracy, the right. ACLU, the, you know, but yet this is happening. This is happening. This is happening, and the ACLU is quiet as a church mouse. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the SBLC, the Southern Poverty Law Center that labeled uh, me and you, uh, labeled us as a hate group. Uh, labeled our ministry as a as a as a as a hate group, um, but this this is part of the bigger picture, folks. Again, as we see, I want to get back to as we see this one world religion rising. I said to you at the beginning of the program, Islam is going to be at the center of it. In my opinion, Islam, uh, its authentic version, because remember, Islam operates dry. Do we still have that? I don't think we have that image of the two houses, do we? Anywhere? I don't think we have that. No, Islam operates, folks, within these two houses. Remember that their the, the lower house, when they're in the in the in the house or the nation of the unbeliever, is called Dar al Harb, the house of war. They're in a state of war, and the goal is to go from this lower house to the upper house, which they call Dar al Islam, the house of submission or surrender. Minnesota, I have predicted that Minnesota will be the first state to go to the upper house. Minneapolis is already the upper house. Yes, and by the way, Sharam, let me correct myself. I think I said a dozen mosques in this yes. area. You said it's 12. two dozen. Two, two dozen. dozen mosques in this area of Minneapolis, and they would blast it from high-powered amplifiers audible from a 20-block radius. Wow. 20 blocks, so the entire community has got to listen. And Leo, you said nauseating. I'm going to go one step further. It's demonic because yes. Islam is an antichrist spirit. 
So for all those Christians that are having, all the churches that are in those areas, all of these uh, uh, Minnesota, you know, they call, in Minnesota they call them the Minnesota nice churches because they they're they're they don't do anything. They, they, right. they they're just so lukewarm that they just capitulate and Islam is taking over. And 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 I'm again I'm going to be there, folks, in in May. I'm coming back to Minneapolis. I'm coming back to um, uh, uh, Princeton and 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 uh, Hutchinson. I'm going to be back in those areas. In and so we're not giving up on Minnesota, but we're trying to wake up these foolish Christians that think they can appease Islam. And Islam is focused on a global domination. Islam shares an ideology with the globalists. They have their global worldview that's called uh, the the caliphate. Uh, The globalists have their new world order. They're working together. Many of Leo's articles has covered that with, with, with Islam working with the World Economic Forum, Islam working with the World Government Summit, Islam building the smart cities. So this is what we're talking about. And, and my prediction has been that Minnesota over Michigan, especially with what's going on in Minnesota right now, how far off the deep end they've gone this year, Leo, with, with the trans and the abortion and everything else. They are drunk on power. Uh, as bad as Michigan is, as bad as Whitmer is in Michigan, um, Minnesota's in trouble, folks, and, and the church has got to rise up. But, Leo, you said it. This would be unconscionable. They would never allow Christians to broadcast the Lord's Prayer on loudspeakers. But yet, we're going to bend over backwards for Muslims. This is part, would you agree, a part of um, the movement towards the acceptance of a one-world religion where we're going to be tolerant, and yet Islam is dominant in that scheme of things. Christians can be there. Jews can be there, others can be there, but they're going to be subjected, they're going to be subservient to Islam. What's your thought on that? And then I want to get to our, uh, we have just a few minutes left. Yeah, I, I think that uh, they want to present an image of three equal partners, right? Right. Uh, you've got that Abrahamic faith house or whatever it's called. Yep. In uh, the the uh, United, is it in the United Arab Emirates? It is Abu Dhabi United Arab Emirates. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, and and that's kind of a bigger replica of what's in Omaha, Nebraska. There with the uh, tri the tri faith initiative, they have the the same thing there with the the mosque, the synagogue, and the church all on the same campus. Uh, putting forth that image of unity, right? The brotherhood of man. The Pope is big on this. Uh, and I think the uh, the outward symbols coming from some of the Muslim leaders, uh, you know, the King of Jordan, number, he's a big player in this. And he is what? A, quote, peaceful Muslim. Right. Um, and he may be, but there's always going to be that element of Islam that refuses to be tamed, right. refuses uh, to play along with this this hoax that they're trying to uh, put over the wool over people's eyes that these are three very peaceful religions. Uh, Islam is not peaceful. Um, and so there's always going to be that undertone of violence, and that is what will give Islam the upper hand in that arrangement, because wherever there's violence or the threat of violence, there comes what? Fear. Uh, nobody fears Christianity. Right. No, nobody fears Judaism. 
Although there are some conspiracy theorists out there that that do fear Judaism, right? Uh, but but certainly uh, there is much more of a fear of Islam, and that is what is always going to give them the upper hand in that arrangement. Absolutely, and Islam will never be subservient. Their text, folks, uh, can never be subservient. It is the they declare themselves to be the final religion, and that's why the danger of this multi-faith Abrahamic. Again, dry one more time. If you just can bring up our image uh, of the one world religion rising, we will come up again. That's why we we're doing this, folks, because we want to share that with you. That that this is a great end time deception. That that true Christians must contend for Christ. We must not compromise and believe that Islam is Abrahamic and it's part of the family and we all worship the same God, but also their political agenda, which goes right along with this beast system. Um, because remember, folks, the beast system of Revelation 13 is the Antichrist system. And there's no other greater Antichrist belief system on the planet than Islam. Islam denies Jesus is, 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 is the Christ. Islam denies that Jesus is the Son of God. Islam denies that there is a father and a son. Islam denies that Jesus was ever crucified, let alone resurrected. And here we are, by the way, I forgot to mention, uh, have a blessed Passover. Uh, I know people are celebrating Passover as we speak tonight uh, and this weekend, and we're, we're coming into Leo, the, the holiest time for Christians. The holiest time for Christians, which by the way, coincides with Ramadan. And yes. we have Christian churches in, in Minnesota celebrating Ramadan, which, which, which is the celebration of the Quran. And, and, and the Quran directly... And the, Pope, the Pope came out this week and said, Ramadan is important for Christians. Wow. I kid you not. What a heretic. Yeah. What a heretic. Ramadan no, is no important. No pope has ever said such a thing. Absolutely. The Ramadan is important for Christians. Yeah, you know how it's important for Christians? Because Ramadan is what establishes this demonic book that denies everything about Christianity, including the crucifixion and resurrection of Jesus Christ. So if there's no crucifixion, there's no resurrection, and we're going to celebrate and we're going to bless and we're going to uh, uh, extol a, a, a month, by the way, a month which, which is the most violent month in the entire year in Islam, every year, go to the religionofpeace.com website, thereligionofpeace.com, and check out their jihad report. Every year, Ramadan is the massive uptick of violence against non-Muslims. So folks, we're trying to warn you, Leo's article is excellent talking about the capitulation of these governments. We bend over backwards because they're afraid of the Muslims, as the Muslims get more power. And Leo, again, one more time, you covered this in your book, Stealth Invasion. That's why you warned about unvetted Muslim refugees coming in. Um, that was again yes, on- because why? We see the, uh, uh, the assembly of parallel societies rising up, nations within nations, as I call it in my book, and at some point, these parallel societies turn against their host country. Uh, these, you know, we, how did we end up with Ilhan Omar as a member of Congress? Right. She came here as a refugee from Somalia. I, I think she was 9, 10, or 11 years old when she came here from Somalia. And now she's a member of the U.S. House of Representatives uh, and is very anti-American. Uh this is what is being breeded by this refugee resettlement program. 
my book is the only book-length, full docu documented uh, uh, place where people can go and get a full history of this program and how it is undermining our country. And That's Leo, why they wanted it banned. That's right. And, Leo, the fact that you cover in the book, uh, the, the, and we don't have time, we're running out, but just briefly, you know, again, I'm just going to su summarize it. Get the book, folks. Again, barnesandnobles.com, barnesandnobles.com. It's Stealth Invasion by Leah Holman. Get a copy before it's banned there as well. Yeah, Get that's your a copy. Very, very big possibility. Exactly, yeah. um, because that's what they're doing. The total surveillance system, the total uh, woke system, they want to ban people like Leo and myself and others. They want to shut us down. This is censorship. This is soft persecution, as Leo said earlier. It's going to get harder, but what you cover in there is the fact that six of the nine refugee resettlement agencies are supposedly Christian. Right. And they're getting billions of dollars every year from the federal government to resettle. It, 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 these people, the majority of them will not assimilate and they want parallel systems under Sharia law. Leo, we just have about two minutes. I want to quickly cover um, your thoughts on the digital currency, what's called the Fed now. Most people do not know that this July, according, I'm looking at the website here of the Federal Reserve, this is directly from their website, that uh, this right now, this week that we're in, beginning of April, the Federal Reserve has begun formal certification of participants for launch of the, what's called FedNow. This is in preparation for the central bank digital currency. In my opinion, this is part of the bigger picture. The distractions of Trump, the distractions of the trans, that we should, again, be praying for. This is part of the bigger picture. Quickly comment on this Fed now. Um, the, this is going to be trackable, right? Right? This yes. Is going to be, it yeah, will be trackable. Uh, it will be programmable. Now, right? what does that mean? Uh, and by the way, if, if they already have it in place. It started in April a couple days ago. But it's supposed to be fully rolled out in July. Uh but I believe cash will still be in play for some time. They're going to gradually replace cash with this uh, Fed dollar or Fed coin or whatever they end up calling it. The Fed Now program is basically the infrastructure for this future Fed dollar, Fed coin, whatever it will be called. Uh, and, and gradually they will be phasing out cash, replacing it with this digital currency. Now, what is digital currency? It is not Bitcoin, folks. Uh, this is this will be a central bank issued, central bank managed currency that's digital. It's not even really going to be. I wouldn't even think of it as money, because right. the traditional definition of money is it's something you can store up and have wealth, right? Right. But if this is more like a digital token, it can have an expiration date. OK, they can say they can put this much into your account and say that you have, you know, 90 days in order to spend it at after which time it will expire. Now, that's not my idea of money. Sorry. Uh, yeah. They could also program it to where you can only buy X number of certain things that they don't want you to have too much of. Mm. Uh, it will it could be tied to the carbon credit scheme which we've already seen Visa and MasterCard roll out pilot programs where they give you points for buying 
for how green your buying habits are. If right. your buying habits are not green enough, they let you know and they say you don't buy any more of this thing. But it's all voluntary right now, okay? Once they get the digital currency in place, it will no longer be voluntary. They'll just make your money expire. If you've bought too many steaks or hamburgers, you know, you're eating too much red meat uh, over the month, they'll say, okay, you've reached your quota and your money will not be able to work. They can, sh they can flip a switch and turn off your money when it comes to buying any more meat. Same thing could go with guns or ammunition. Yeah. Uh, yep. Anything yep. that does not fit the agenda, the narrative, uh, the, all they have to do is turn your money off and it won't be able to be applied to those goods or services. Yep, absolutely. I'm, I'm just on the Facebook page for Robert F. Kennedy Jr., uh, who said that uh, obviously these, these uh, you know, while cash transactions are anonymous, central bank digital currency will allow government to surveil all our private financial affairs. Also, yes. they will have, as you're saying, dollar limits on transactions. Yes. Uh, which is what Biden wanted. He wanted every uh, anything over six hundred dollars to be to be uh, approved or, or or tracked. And tied to our digital ID, you and I have both said that there's three legs to the global stool: uh, digital currency, digital ID, and destroying national sovereignty, which we're we're now moving towards in this World Health Organization accord. They don't call it a treaty anymore. We covered right. that before. So, um, and this is going to be tied to the ESG or environmental social governance and stuff like that. We got to go. But Leo, uh, obviously, again, as I said, don't you think that the element, very quickly, 30 seconds, um, of, of, of all these nations moving away from the U.S. dollar, even though they're not going to outlaw cash, don't you think that's part of the scheme to right. destroy they're, the they're value? Not, they're, they're not going to outlaw cash. They're simply going to make it worthless. Right. There you go. And, and then, and then you, you get a bonus if you go digital. If you, if right. you, if you switch to digital, they're going to they're gonna basically revalue. Does that make sense, folks? They're going to take it like we see in some nations where, let's say, they're, they're like in Iran, where our, our currency was, was really high before the coup of 79, and then it devalued. Well, let's say if they come and say, well, if you go digital instead of down here, we'll give you this value for your money, and that's going to be your incentive to go digital. You see how this is going to work, folks? That's the big picture. That's the real story. Not so, so while you're praying for President Trump, while you're praying and we stand against for righteousness against all this trans-demonic, trans-antichrist spirit agenda, don't lose sight of the bigger picture. This is why you need to diversify now. This is why you need to join other like-minded believers in your area to form food buys and alternative communication. And remember I said to you Monday night at our Patriot Network meeting, folks, this coming Monday, we're going to live stream from our website. We're going to be having a guy that's going to be talking about private membership association, setting your business, setting your schools, setting your churches under private membership association, which is completely outside the scope of, 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 the, of the control of, of the government, um, and uh, setting up credit unions. Right? We talked about we need our own credit unions under private membership association, not under FDIC, that then we can store our own currency. And the one that is in Texas right now that we want to see in Tennessee is the one where it would be silver-backed. We, we should have been doing this years ago. We're now late to the game. If we do not do this and, and pray that God will give us wisdom, we're going to succumb to this beast system. So, Leo, we're trying to do everything we can, yeah, including I mean praying. 
the 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 word the action words I think should be the scripture come out of her my people. Amen. Before it's too late. Before it's too late. Amen. Consecrate yourselves, folks. Set yourself set apart as belonging to the Lord. Go to our website, read our declaration of dependence on God that we did this year. So that we are committing, no matter what the cost, we're going to declare to God. We're going to de declare our dependency on Him. You cannot be dependent on this government. You cannot be dependent on your banking system. You cannot be dependent. You, you got to be dependent on God. The Lord will give us a way out. The Lord will protect us. And, and, and worst case scenario, I always say this, Leo, worst case scenario, if I lose my life, I've gained it. Because if I'm in Christ, yeah. so if, you're, if you are watching this and you do not know Jesus as Lord and Savior, folks, today is the day. I beg you, pray and accept him. Not because he's going to bail you out of not having food, but because your eternity is at stake. Your eternity is at stake. And our only hope is Christ. Our only hope is in the gospel of Jesus Christ. Our only hope is the word of God. That is unshakable. This and book, another thing, Sharam, yeah. I think it's important to understand we live in a wicked, wicked nation. That's right. And God is about to lower his hand of judgment on this nation. I don't, I'm not going to predict how that happens, but it could be that he uses Russia, uses China. Uh, he did this with his people in Israel where That's he right. would use another wicked nation to judge his wicked people. And That's I'm right. not saying we are individually wicked, but we live in a wicked nation. There's just no way around that. Uh, if, if God does not uh, judge this nation, as many people have said, he needs to apologize to Sodom and Gomorrah. That's right. That's right. And again, folks, one more time, Dry, uh, let's bring that image up. Go to our show Tuesday. Watch this show, Leo, right along with what you said. That's exactly what I talked about Tuesday, that are we on the verge of a national divorce where God's going to be breaking up this nation and we're going to be looking at pockets. Uh, and I went through a whole list of things that, that would obviously need to happen. But I, but I, but I actually shared uh, a word the Lord gave me on, on, on three days after the, the theft of the election on, on November 2020 that I had not shared publicly until Tuesday. And that that word was the Lord was issuing a writ of divorce. I went through Jeremiah chapter 3. I went back to exactly what you said, what happened to Israel. So folks, watch that show, please, and share it. Uh, one more time, Leo. Folks, you see on the, on the screen, leoholman.com. Check out Leo's website. Get a copy of Stealth Invasion on Barnes & Noble before it's banned. You know it's good when they ban it. <laughs> you know it's good when they're banning it. Um, and Leo, thank you, brother. God bless you. Uh, keep up the fight. Keep up. Keep reporting the truth. Um, it's an honor to co-labor. And we need the warriors. We need the truth tellers. You're one of them. And um, just keep it going, man. God bless you. Thank you for being on the program today. I so appreciate it. Uh, folks, listen, uh, thank you for being with us. Dry, uh, go ahead if you want to come over to me. Uh, and so, uh, again, check out our website very quickly, tillministry.com slash uh, or tillministry.com and tillministry.com slash live. If you want to be a part of our shows, check out our Rumble page, rumble.com slash Sharam Hadian, rumble.com slash Sharam Hadian. Dry, let's bring that up real quick. The Rumble uh, page. Uh, Leo, Leo is also on Rumble as well. Check him out on Rumble. Check out Leo Holman on rumble.com. But that's our page there. And finally, if you want to make a, a one-time donation to support this ministry, uh, go to our uh, donate page, tillministry.com slash donate. Um, we ask you that prayerfully consider that one-time donation. 
We are 100% supported by you, our viewers, our supporters. And if you wanna do more than a one-time donation, you can join our Gideon Army of 300. This is where we pray for the 300 uh, that will pray for us and will donate on a monthly basis to keep us going, to pay for all the bills, uh, to pay for our travel. Because remember again, I do not charge when I travel, I go by faith. And so it helps us to go to meet believers and encourage believers. Also again, check out Leo's web, uh, site and support his ministry, donate there as well. This is Pastor Sharon Hadian. I know we've gone a little bit long tonight. God bless you. Have a blessed Passover. Have a blessed Resurrection Sunday. Uh, lift up and ex extol the, the name above every other name. This is the time where we need to be bold about our faith and be bold about lifting up the name of Jesus Christ. There is no other name under heaven by which man can be saved. Praise God for how much he loves us, that he laid his life down for us so we can have abundant life and eternal life. And let's as Christians not bow a knee to any other system but the kingdom system, to any other truth but the word of God, and to any other king but King Jesus. We love you. God bless you. We'll see you next Tuesday live here on Truth Today. And also remember, Monday night, 7 o'clock Eastern, join us live for our Patriot Network meeting. You're going to want to watch this about what we're going to cover on uh, private membership associations and the way we need to set up financially to be able to resist this financial beast system. Pastor Sharon meeting saying God bless you. We'll see you next week.